So we come to the last chapter of White's book, chapter 11, the conclusion. She calls on balance, a um, bit of a play on words. At the end of a book, it would be appropriate to say, so on balance, what do we, what do we have here? But uh, of course, he means by balance, a balance between self and other, self and work. Here he even calls yin and yang. I want to first mention just a couple of uh, details in the chapter. Uh, he talks about uh, psychology and religion and says psychology and religion can benefit by taking each other seriously or at least by agreeing to learn from each other while overlooking the areas of irreconcilable difference. So here we have uh, an admonition to balance psychology and religion, for example. The, what's the irreconcilable difference that he's talking about? Psychology is secular. Uh, religion is spiritual. Psychology can deal with the spiritual, and uh, sometimes it's been presented as uh, an alternative uh, competitor uh, to religion for dealing with spiritual uh, matters. I mentioned in an earlier commentary uh, just this kind of relationship that uh, Haidt is suggesting, that uh, it's today common for theological schools uh, to train ministers in psychology. Uh, they use psychology to assist with uh, the counseling work that uh, pastor, minister, priest, rabbi will do with the members of their parish. But uh, psychology doesn't challenge uh, the religious uh, views within the uh, school of theology, for instance. Neither do religious leaders uh, spend much time uh, criticizing uh, psychology for its secular aspects. But Haidt is suggesting something more than that uh, psychology and religion should just ignore each other. Uh, he's talking about how they should learn from each other. And that's uh, the general story in this uh, final chapter, I think uh, the most important point is this idea of uh, learning how to put away the notion of the other as evil and listen uh, to the other in order to learn uh, from the other. So it requires an actual interaction, not just going your own way and ignoring uh, the other, but actually encountering the other in a uh, in a way that uh, makes it possible to gain uh, from the ideas uh, of the other. And in that process, uh, one might be able to, in fact, uh, eventually drop the uh, connotation of other, somebody who's uh, very different from oneself, and see uh, the commonalities uh, that exist between the people and place as much or more emphasis uh, on those as on the differences. Haidt mentions uh, terrorism uh, in this uh, brief uh, chapter. He says self-interest certainly cannot explain terrorism, but the selflessness made possible by group selection can. He's referring back to an earlier chapter where he talked about this notion of uh, group selection and in relationship to altruism. I'm not going to repeat the uh, comments about that, but I wanted to call your attention to the fact that uh, Mogadam has actually written a great deal. Perhaps the thing he's best known for uh, is an article that he wrote about the origins of uh, terrorists, uh, what leads somebody to become a terrorist. 
and I've given you a link uh, to that article. It's not a long article, it's fairly, and it's fairly straightforward to understand. Uh, in this uh, article, he likens the development of a terrorist to walking up a staircase that most people never even start out on this staircase, but there are a number of steps that uh, lead towards uh, somebody eventually becoming a terrorist. And uh, I'll just read a few words from the abstract. Since these individuals believe they have no effective voice in society, uh, they're encouraged by leaders to displace aggression onto outgroups, and they become socialized to see terrorist organizations as legitimate and outgroup members as evil. I don't think you'll be surprised by uh, the fact that Mogadam would use these kinds of ideas. He's talked about them quite a bit in his uh, textbook, not in relationship to terrorism, but uh, in social psychology more generally. But note that it's not a biological explanation. Uh, he's not using anything like the uh, group selection uh, idea that Haidt is working with. Mogadam's uh, solution, by the way, involves uh, discussion, dialogue. This is uh, the best long-term policy against terrorism is prevention, which is made possible by nourishing contextualized democracy on the ground floor. He talks uh, about the need to give everybody the uh, understanding that they have a voice in decision-making. And he emphasizes particularly the need to do this with respect to uh, women, a group that uh, in general is left out of uh, conversations, political conversations in particular in many parts of the world. He emphasizes the importance of uh, trying to reduce the us versus them uh, kind of thinking that often takes place is within the terrorist groups. Uh, there's a real push to conceptualize um, North America and Europe as uh, an evil um, group. And uh, we all know the language that uh, George Bush used as president when he talked about the evil uh, empires. And uh, Mogadam says that this has to be overcome, and we have to promote a, a meaningful kind of dialogue, something that uh, many North Americans, Europeans, are not uh, presently prepared uh, to do. But these ideas for a moment are very consistent uh, with Haidt's notion of uh, eliminating the myth of pure evil that stands between uh, many groups, uh, including even liberals and conservatives within the same North American society. Another concept that um, Haidt mentions is anomie, and uh, this is related to the concept of relativism, uh, one that uh, Mogadam has shown a good deal of concern with. Uh, the idea of anomie has come up in uh, other chapters. I've given you a link here uh, to an encyclopedia entry, it's very short, uh, that I found that I think gives a very good explanation of the notion of anime. I sort of conceptualize it as a kind of existential angst. It's this feeling that one has when you can't get a sense of purpose. You have no idea. Everything seems meaningless. There, there's no purpose uh, to life, no purpose to doing anything. Uh, everybody else seems sort of out of touch, uh, even crazy, uh, maybe even worse. And uh, there's no sense of 
how to be engaged. Uh, Haidt says this follows uh, a sense of normlessness when the society doesn't uh, have a set of uh, norms. And I said earlier in one of the commentaries that I don't think that's actually the problem uh, that we face. Our society has plenty of norms. There are a lot of different groups uh, with different sets of norms. The problem is getting along uh, with one another. What uh, Mogunam adds to it, I think, is a way to better understand this, is Mogunam's feeling is that if we take a social constructionist point of view, does that lead us to a kind of relativism in which we say, well, you could build it this way, you could build the society this way, or you could build it that way, or you could build it this other way. It doesn't really matter. Any, any of these are possibilities. None of them is true. Just different ones happen. We can understand them. Well, if that's the case, if none are true, and it doesn't really matter, um, Mogadam is concerned that people will find themselves in sort of the state that Haidt described himself being in in his uh, high school years, where there seems to be no point. Well, if it could be this way or that way, well, what difference does it make? There's no way uh, to be. And it's all sort of pointless. Life is uh, pointless. But I think Haidt offers a solution that uh, would solve Mogadam's problem uh, to some extent. Uh, Haidt suggests that getting engaged is the way to, to go. You have to uh, assume your sense of agency um, and put together a program, put together a point of view. And this is a problem that's not going to be solved uh, individually. Uh, it's going to be solved, Haidt says, between you and the people with whom you interact, between you and your workplace, and between you and what you find to be meaningful uh, in your life. So on balance, I would say that uh, Haidt presents us with a very optimistic uh, theory, if you think of it from a causal science point of view. Uh, if you think of it from a social constructionist point of view, then we might say it's a very optimistic construction. Uh, that would be my own view, is that Haidt has put together a set of ideas. He's constructed a way of looking at as human nature, a way of looking at social interactions uh, amongst humans. Uh, you might call it a balance uh, theory because of this idea that uh, he has that happiness comes uh, from between. But it's highly optimistic. It's very different from the Freudian uh, pessimistic view that says that uh, conflict is inevitable and that uh, we're always at risk uh, of destroying uh, our society. Haidt has a much more optimistic view that if we'll just work towards this balance, uh, the potential that we have within us will uh, emerge, much in the vein of the humanistic psychologist that we talked about earlier. Is Haidt's uh, theory or construction true? Well, because I look at it as a construction, I would say, no, that's the wrong question uh, to ask. Uh, some people working from a causal science point of view might seek to examine the, say, the evolutionary psychology uh, basis of Haidt's work. I think that it's unlikely to be able to prove uh, that work either true or false. I would say it's a more interesting question is whether it's Haidt's uh, theory or construction is useful. 
this pragmatic view I've emphasized uh, from the beginning of the class, but I think it's the way I, I would take this. Uh, people who read Haidt's book, who understand his ideas uh, in depth and seek to apply them to, our, to their lives, how well does it work? Does it assist them to accomplish their goals? Does it make it more difficult for them to accomplish their goals? I think this is the kind of question that uh, social constructionists are more inclined to ask. And uh, on balance, I have the feeling that uh, most of the suggestions that Haidt offers will in fact uh, be, be helpful to people. I certainly hope that uh, your own experience reading the book has been positive and that uh, you feel that you've grown uh, from the experience.